Hello and welcome to the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson, the podcast designed to give you all the financial advice you'll ever need. This is episode 122, where in a moment, we'll tell you everything you need to know about credit cards. That's in a moment, as I say, but please bear in mind, if you have a general financial query, you're in the right place because we've got an enormous resource of free advice right here. And you can access it all simply through delving into our back catalogue of shows because in our programmes tonight, we featured lots of things, mortgages, investing, wills, powers of attorney, and a lot more. You name it, we've done it. And last time we looked at passive versus active investing. Remember, we can drill down and focus on pretty much anything. Find the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll get us there. As I say, an enormous resource, all available for free. Find our previous shows after listening to this one and have a binge on what you need. While you're there, if you could rate and review us, for instance, you could tell us what we need to address to help you out and follow the show. And then that way, you'll get that episode when we record it next time. I'm John Ellis. And joining me as always, the star of our show, Phil Anderson. Hi, Phil. Hi, John. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, I'm pretty sure, Phil, we've touched on credit cards before, but I also reckon it's probably one of the things people want to know most about, especially in this day and age. Yeah, that's it. We've had a few questions come in regarding credit cards, and, and it is something we've mentioned on a few podcasts. I thought, oh, good to do a whole show on it, because there is a lot to, to talk about when it comes to credit cards, so I'm sure there'll be, be a lot that we'll cover today. Okay, well, let's let's start with some basic stuff. First of all, what exactly is a credit card? Yeah, I suppose it's a, a card that gives you credit. It's kind of <laughs> always like the... Thanks you know, for that a, one. A credit card, it, it is. It's, it's basically something that offers you a line of credit. The provider will give you a credit limit and then you can use the card to buy items up to that limit. And as we'll cover in the show as well, credit cards can be used not only for purchasing items, but some cards allow you to do balance transfers, cash advances. So but it's, it's really just a, a kind of line of credit. Okay. And how do I go about getting a credit card? Is there an age limit for this? Yeah. I mean, the, the age limit for taking out a credit card is 18. One thing I would say is under 18s can get a debit card, which is slightly different because to use a debit card, you've got to have the money in your bank account. Whereas I say a credit card is a line of, of credit. Under-18s can also get what's called a, a prepaid card. So you, you put money on a card and then you can use it. So I guess it's, it's a bit getting young people used to using card, although it's not, again, because you've actually paid the, the money in, it's not actually credit. But coming back to, to the actual credit cards, how to get it, you, you would make an application to a credit card provider. Now, most banks tend to offer credit cards. So some people would go into their local bank or, or local kind of branch and say, look, can I, I get a credit card? Years ago, I mean, I remember when I took my first credit card out, you would fill in a paper application form, post it off, and then a week or two later, you would get your card through in the post telling you you'd been accepted and what your credit limit was. But nowadays, most people tend to apply for credit cards online. It's quick, it's easy. Most of the time, you'll get a decision back on whether they'll accept you can almost pretty much instantly. So most people now would search for, for the various options online and, and just apply online. Okay. Is it advisable to, you mentioned most people do it through the bank. If you have a bank account, is that your best your best course of action just to go to your own bank in, in the first instance? Um, for some people, yes, but probably for most, no. But what you'll find, I mean, your, your own bank, yeah, you're, you're probably more likely to get accepted by them than maybe some of the other financial institutions because they know you slightly better. But when you apply for a credit card, they'll, they'll do a sort of credit search on you. So as long as your credit's good, 
you can apply to to any of the providers and, and and different providers will have different terms different interest rates so it isn't always going to be best to to just simply go with, with your own bank okay when it comes to different types of card what 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 are they and, and how do they work a lot of different types of options out there you've got cards for purchases cards for balance transfers you you've got sort of cards that can help build your your sort of credit if you've got poor credit history you, you've got reward cards, cashback cards, so so many different options. But if I just kind of go through okay. each of those, cards for, for purchases are just that. You, you use your card to buy something, whether it's in a shop or online. The credit card company pays the company for the, the goods or service, and then you get a bill in, usually monthly, telling you that how much that you, you owe at that point. So that, that's kind of cards for buying things. Now, some people, once they buy things, some people will pay off Every month, you'll get others who'll allow the balance to, to kind of go up each month. If if someone has a balance on their credit card, you, you get credit cards that do what's called balance transfers. So let's say you had a few thousand pounds outstanding on your credit card. It may be possible to move that from one card company to another. So, so some cards do this kind of balance transfers, it's called. You get some credit cards out there that I mentioned, card if you've got poor credit history, there are providers out there that will give you a credit card, but you tend to find the interest rates will be quite hefty. And that cards are meant for people. You, you, you might not get a big credit limit on it, but they, they'll give people that type of card to show that they can kind of have credit and manage it well. And that can help people repair their, their credit history if they've got a, a poor credit history. So that's another type of credit card that's out there. You, you've got reward cards. So, so some cards will offer points for certain things. I know I the, the credit card I use gives me air mile points that I, I use, so I save them up. So you, you've got different types of reward cards out there. You've got what's called cashback cards. So the, there's some credit card companies every time you spend. So they, where, where the credit card companies make their money is, let, let's say they go to a shop and the, you, you pay £20 for a good, that shop might have to pay 3% of that to the credit card company to cover all the, the kind of fees of that card transaction. So it's usually built into the costs of the goods that you're you're buying. So out of that, so some companies offer cashback cards. So what they're doing is they're saying, right, we, we've got, say, 3 or 4% coming to us from the retailer. We're going to give you 1% cashback on all the purchases you make. So if you spend a lot of money and, and spend, say, 20 grand a year, and you've got a one percent cashback card. You might be able to get like a couple hundred quid back off of your purchases. So a lot of different types of cards. Main ones I would tend to say is cards for for purchases, but a lot of different options out there. Just so we, we can sort of work through this because this is where credit cards make the money. When you when you buy something, Phil, and you sort of delay payment on it yourself by by taking it out in a credit card. So you maybe you pay it back next month. Maybe you pay it back over yeah. two or three months. At some point interest rates kick in and this is where the credit cards make their money isn't it so how do they work out the interest rates and how much you pay back each month yeah that's it oh again this varies so much from from card to card and it also varies on the different types of cards that you get as well so some some cards will offer zero percent interest on purchases some cards will offer zero percent interest on balance transfers but what, what you'll tend to find is that if you get this sort of offer it'll only last for a set period of time and then it expires and then the interest rate will hike up 
at that point in time. If you repay your credit card in full each month, there there would usually be no interest to pay. So that, that's what I try to do. It's convenient for me to use a card, but I'll then think, right, if I can pay this off in full each month, I don't have any interest to pay. Great. It's, it's fine for, for myself. But I mean, I had a look on there. There's a website called moneyfacts.co.uk. And I was on that this morning. And it's quite good because it allows you to look at all the, the various options and interest rates. And it's it's quite a good website for, for looking up stuff like that. I mean, you've got various comparison websites as well. What you tend to find with them, some of them will have kind of sponsored listings where companies will pay to come up at the, the top of the, the kind of charts almost on, on there, but Money Facts is a really good one. So it's moneyfacts.co.uk. Now, an example of purchase credit card available at the moment, MS Bank, they, they've currently got a deal on not percent on purchases for the first 21 months. And um, after the introductory rate, the APR is 23.9%. So that's quite hefty. When you compare it to things like personal loan rates and mortgage rates, credit card rates will usually tend to be an awful lot higher. When looking at the, the balance transfer cards, some of the options there, you, you'll get some providers that will charge a fee and then others that have got no fee. Now, again, to give you a couple of like up-to-date examples, HSBC, they've got a couple of two different options if you're doing a balance transfer. They, they've got one where the rate is 0% for 16 months and there's no transfer fee or they also have an option 0% for 27 months but it's got a 2.99% transfer fee and again on both those cards after the introductory offer your interest rate goes up the APR is 23.9% there so it, it, you might get a good initial rate on, on a lot of these cards but it'll only be for a period of time and if you haven't paid it off in full you could get stung with a, an awful lot of interest and as I mentioned, you get sort of cards that have got for, for people with maybe impaired credit history. I mean, you, you could be interest rates on that could be up to 40%, or in some cases, even more. So it is that there's a lot of things to, to kind of look into there if, if you are looking for a credit card. Just the subject of balance transfers, Phil, um, you, you're talking about moving your existing credit card amount to another credit card. And you're saying, right, okay, so what some companies will do is they'll say, right, no charge and you'll get 16 months i think it was interest free yeah so and this is assuming though that you don't spend on the on that on that card yeah that's it i mean some yeah. cards some cards will do not percent on purchases and balance transfers but on on some of them you might only get it on the balance transfer so if you then start to use that card to buy more you'll get whopped sometimes on a, a lot higher interest rate right. so i guess that's where the card companies are are kind of looking to make their money and also, they, you, you never get nothing for nothing, do you? And and what I have seen some people do in the past is they'll think, right, I've got a balance on a credit card, I'll transfer it, get the note percent, and then once that expires, I'll just take out another credit card, transfer it. But again, there, there comes a point where credit card companies might not give you a credit card. If, if you've got a lot of lines of credit, they might think, no, you, you could max out so much, it's not going to be affordable to you. So that theory doesn't always work. So I have seen some people come in and say to me, oh, I'll just do that. But it doesn't always, it's not always as simple as that. Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen some people, they go in the, the balance transfer option and they'll say, right, okay, so I'll go, because that one gives me longer, 
if I take the three percent transfer fee, which they just add on to what you owe, yeah. they'll go and they'll, they'll they'll say right. So that'll give me three years where I'm not paying interest and I'm not going to use this card. I'll just try and take the balance down in those three years. When I get to the end of those three years, I'll transfer it to another card and try yeah. and just keep paying it. Does that work in the long term, or does it? Is it just never? Are you never going to get down to the bottom of of where yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, like credit card debt. Generally, I mean, when you're on the introductory offer, it's great. You're, you're, I mean, for example, you can be on some of that deals where you're not paying any interest for for a period of, I mean, there that was like 27 months, yeah. I think it was. So like a couple of years where you're not paying interest, but you really need, if you're on that, you want to try and make a dent into getting the, the debt repaid because if you kind of get accepted for another not percent deal at the end of that, you are going to be on paying a heck of an interest rate at, at that point of time and like I say that's where the credit cards make their their money at that point of time generally I tend to say to people it's like look credit cards are someone that you, you don't want long-term debt on credit cards they are really meant to be more of a short kind of term solution so for, for most people it's going to be more beneficial for them to try and pay off credit cards before they pay off things like a mortgage for example say Okay. One of the other things you can do, and, and and it is all too easy, is get a cash advance through your credit card. Now, you should probably avoid this if at all possible, shouldn't you? And and will this have an impact on things like getting a mortgage? It, it can have an impact on getting a mortgage. And I've seen that happen to some people before because but, but lenders, if you're taking out a mortgage, if they see people taking cash advances, they kind of assume that you're maybe near the best at managing and budgeting your your kind of monthly finances. With, with some credit cards, they'll they'll give you a pin number almost as if you like with your bank card, you, you'll get a pin and you can go up to a cash machine and withdraw money. And and some credit cards have got that option as well, so you can go up to the cash machine with your credit card, withdraw a few hundred quid to try and see you buy for the the rest of the month. But what you'll tend to find is that there, there'll often be fees for for taking out cash. And like I, like you mentioned, it, it will impact on things like if you, you look to get a mortgage, companies like mortgage companies don't like if people are taking out things like payday loans and cash advances on credit cards, they, they tend to like that very much when you're looking for mortgages. And the, th- the thing that I find as well, I've, I've never actually taken money out on a credit card. I've never had a cash advance. Yeah. But what I've noticed in the small print when I've got a credit card in the past is it'll say the interest rate for purchases is this. The interest rate for cash advance is this. And it yeah. tends to be higher, doesn't it? Definitely. I, I've been stung with that years and years ago. I mean, just but probably when I was in my early 20s, I, I would go to the cash machine with my credit card, take money out. Never thought nothing of it. But like you say, you would then get your bill in and you think, hang on, if it was not percent interest. And then you'd see, oh, I've got, been charged a fee for taking it out. And then if you didn't pay that off, it's like, it can get you in a pickle, but it's just a bit easy to use, is it? That's probably one of the disadvantages of credit cards. It's If people have got that option, it's, it's something just too easy to, to do. I'm going to ask this, Phil, but I, I don't imagine there's necessarily an answer. What's the best credit card to go for? so hard to tell because each person's circumstances is going to get a different kind of answer to that. So, I mean, if you were looking at taking out a card, like my son, he's turned 18. And if he said, look, dad, what credit card should I take out? I, I would kind of look up there and say, right, who's got the best one? But like, not percent on purchases. So again, if I was advising him, I'd be saying, look, you don't want to be buying heaps of stuff and building up a, 
like a balance on it. So I mean, my advice would be to try to use them. It is good to have one because if, if you've got a credit card, there are other benefits which we'll, we'll touch on as we, we go through the show as well. But I mean, for example, if somebody's got a balance transfer, the, the best card for them will be different to somebody who's just looking at taking out a credit card for purchases. I mean, I guess for me, like the, the best card for me is the one that gives me my Avios points for my, it's almost like air mile points. I mean, that's the one that I use a lot. For other people, it would be maybe the cashback. So, so even the different type of credit card is, is going to differ from person to person. And then you've got so many providers out there. That's why it's good. The, the comparison websites give you a bit of an indication as to the terms and conditions. But if you're a person that pays your credit card off in full each month, perhaps some of the, the cashback cards would be, be better for you. And again, what you would then do is go on to some of these like uh, money supermarket or, or even moneyfacts.co.uk is great. It, it can give you a lot of information where you can try and weigh up the options there as well. Yeah, I think we've we've established the, the course of the programme. There, there's no real one-size-fits-all credit card, is there? I mean, yeah, they vary in their usage massively, don't they? So what else What else haven't we covered? There, there are probably other types of cards that we've not touched on so far. Yeah, you've got, I mean, like I, it's an American Express card that, that I use. And even with that, you, you get a couple of different options. I, I've just upgraded my card where I was just on like a basic American Express card. And then I looked and I thought, right, they, they've got like, they, they call it a premium card. Now it costs me £250 a year. So I actually pay a fee for it. But I get more reward points from towards my, my kind of air miles. And also, I, I, I get what's called reward flight. Um, now, the card that I've got at the minute, I can only book economy flights for my reward flights, whereas with this new card, I can get business class flights. So so all the different cards have got different kind of ins and outs, but you, you've got like American Express cards. They, they One thing I will say with that, nay, every place I'll take it because they cost retailers more to process. So some places won't accept that type of card, whereas most other credit cards, your MasterCard and Visa, most places will take that. You, you also get, I mentioned, like the prepaid cards. So there, there's a lot of different options out there. So there, there's a lot to cover and a lot to look at when you're trying to find which one's best for, for your individual circumstances. Just on that one that you said costs you £250 a year, I suppose the theory in it is you're going to buy into that if you assume that you're going to get £250 worth plus yep. of of whatever it is, is yeah. some sort of benefit to you that, that is in excess of £250. Yeah. In other words, for me as well, I mean, another benefit on my American Express card for me is that it gives me cover, that, like insurance cover to, to cover flight delays. So I've got like flight delay insurance. I've also got luggage insurance as well. Now for me, I, I'm a person that travels a lot. So that's a great benefit for me to have on my my own card. So I mean, that alone is, is worth a bet. And then uh, combined with some of the other benefits, you're right, it's trying to weigh it all up for your circumstances. Okay. Now, I, I think we've, we've covered the fact, as we said, that there's a huge variety in this market. But Let's see if we can generalise just a little bit and, and go for the pros and cons, Phil. So let's look at the benefits, first of all, of uh, of having a credit card. Yeah, I would say, I mean, one one advantage is that if you take out a credit card, it can help your, your credit rating and credit score. Another advantage is that they allow you to purchase things that, that you perhaps wouldn't have enough money to buy. So especially in this day and age, I mean, a lot of people are struggling with the cost of living. So if they've got a credit card, they think, right, I can afford to go and do my, my shopping. Uh, they can allow you to kind of spread the cost of a purchase. So you could buy something on your credit card and then say, right, I'll pay that back over 
set period of time. What one good thing that, that credit cards tend to afford is that they give you protection on purchases. So if you're purchasing something, for example, and a company goes bust, the, the credit card company will refund you the, the money that you, you've paid out. Remember, there was a few years ago, was it Thomas Cook that went bust? Mm. And a lot of people, people that had paid their holiday on their credit card, a lot of them got their money back. And then it, it wasn't a great situation. But that, that is a major benefit of, of credit cards as well, the protection that, that your cards can, can offer you. If you're doing balance transfers, that can allow you to consolidate debt. We've mentioned as well about some of these like card offers where you've got loyalty rewards. For me, I get my, my sort of air mile points, which is great for, for myself. And another advantage of some credit cards is that you can use them abroad and it can make things quite easy and, and convenient when you're away. So there are a lot of, I mean, as, as much as I sometimes knock credit cards, there are an awful lot of advantages to them as well. And how about the disadvantages, Phil? I mean, they, they probably stack up quite uh, quite high as well. Yeah, pro- probably the main disadvantage is the, the high interest rates. I mean, that, that would probably be the, the kind of first thing. Although, like I say, you can get introductory offers, but if you're not paying things back, you, you can get stung with, with quite high interest rates. And I suppose one negative is that sometimes cards can be just too easy to use. And I give the example of when I was young, I would go to the cash machine and take out like money on the, the credit card and sometimes just too easy to do that too easy as well to go like online and, and spend money that you don't actually have so that that would be a, for me that's a big disadvantage is the charges on credit cards can be quite high if you miss payments or if you go over your credit limit so you can get stung with, with costs and charges there and and although I mentioned one of the positives is that it can be a, a positive for your your credit sort of rating and credit score, it can also be a negative as well. So if, if you've got a number of credit cards, that can be a negative. If, if you've got, if you're close to your credit limit on one or more credit cards, that can impact your credit score as well. So it can, as well as being something that can have a positive impact on your credit rating and credit score, credit cards can also be a disadvantage when it comes to that as well. Okay, all right. Well, let's get on to our a quote of the week in just a moment. First, let's take a look at how this week's topic has affected your own life in one way or another. Phil, our subject, as you know, credit cards. What have you got on, the, uh, on that from your own experience? Yeah, with, with my card, I mean, I, I try to pay it off every month. It doesn't always happen, although most months usually it's fine. But when I didn't pay it off, you can fairly see the, the interest that you, you get charged. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the rate is on my card, but it would be pretty hefty. For for me, I mean, I, I've got that kind of reward card where I get the, the Avios points. It's really kind of like air mile points. And I mean, I, I, going back probably about two years ago, I got a first class flight to Bermuda for me and my partner for a thousand pounds. It was great to, to experience flying first class. Mm-hmm. Probably it's something I wouldn't pay the, the thousands of pounds that it would sometimes cost. But I, I think our flights, when I went on and actually priced them up, I'm sure it was about eight grand. So so we got wow. eight grand's worth of flights for a thousand pounds. So for me, paying that, like now, paying that 250 pounds to have that option again on my card, it's probably worth it depending on, on where I go and, and what I'm doing. But that, that was something, one benefit on my card that, that was excellent for me. But again, it's just managing your cards properly and doing what's best for your circumstances. Let's do this bit now. It's Phil's quote of the week, the part of the show where Phil delights us with a quote on the relevant subject topic uh, because he's always loved and benefited from inspirational quotes throughout his life. So Phil, credit cards, what are you going for here? I've got a quote it's from somebody called Elizabeth Warren. 
My advice is to treat credit cards like what they are, little plastic grenades that must be handled very carefully. <laughs> and not free money, as my son once yeah. termed it to me. <laughs> it's free money, Dad. No, Josh, is not. I know. Uh, now, uh, Phil is really keen on trying to help you with your query. So if ever you want to email a question to us, please do. And as always, we can ask them anonymously if you prefer. Let's get on to this week's contact details in just a moment. I'll give it to you after these. Hi, Phil. My son's away to get married shortly, and he seemed absolutely shocked when... After all the immediate congratulations were over, one of the first things I told him to do was get a will sorted. Can you please tell him I'm right and why it's so important? He's not going to listen to his mum, no matter how hard I try. <laughs> we, we had um, one of our early podcast episodes we did was called Nay Will, Nay Wise. So that was, that's quite a good one. I cannot remember what episode it was, but it was quite, you'd need to scroll quite far down. I think it was about 12 or something like that, yeah, wasn't it? Do you know what? If I was guessing, I would have said about 12 or 13. <laughs> but it'd be way down the bottom of the list yeah. if you're on, if you're on like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you'll need to scroll right down near the, the bottom to find that one. But I, I would say the main benefits of having a will, one, it means that what you've got goes to who you want the, the other major benefit is it just means that everything gets sorted out an awful lot quicker as well so that that probably be the two main benefits but certainly go back have a listen to that show nay will nay wise it was called so now that, that was a good one for just going through all the, the reasons why you should have a will and is mum right when she says you know if you're away to get married you should have a will is that is that a good time to sort of get in there and do it yeah i mean really now is the best time for end. You look at, at making a will. But yeah, normally if there's any big events in your life, whether it maybe getting married, having kids, it's always a good opportunity. Just because not only do you need to make a will, you've got to make sure it's kept up to date and reflects your, your wishes as well. So that, that's just equally as important. Okay, next up, here's one from Katrina in Livingston who says, Hi, Phil. My electricity provider told me through my app recently that my current payments wouldn't be enough to stay in credit for the remainder of my contract and suggested I increase my monthly direct debit by about £20 per month. I was going to do it, but before I could, they wrote to me again and said they'd increased it anyway and would review the situation in three months' time where they may have to increase it again. Are they allowed to change my direct debit about like that without my approval? You know what? It must be the season for this because this has just happened to me as well. I got an email <laughs> just a couple of days ago saying exactly the same thing. And gee, whereas mine's has gone up by probably about 200 quid a month on what I'm paying. Wow. It's just nuts. I, I know they, they did this to me towards the end of last year and I, I reduced it slightly. I thought, right, I'm happy to pay it. Not happy because you, you've got to pay what you're, you're due. I, I kind of reduced mine. The, the company that I'm with, I could go just log into my account online and say, right, I'm going to pay this amount, but what you've got to be kind of mindful of is they, they're trying to give you an estimate as to what they think it'll cost. And if you if you fall behind on that, at some point in the future, you would need to make that up. So it kind of, like for me, I mean, I, I'm not happy that mine's has just gone up, but I'm thinking, right, I just need to kind of try and stomach it. But it is possible for you, or I know certainly the company I'm with, I, I can can I reduce that back down? But like I say, if if I'm if my usage remains as it is, they can have got a good idea of what their bill's gonna be at the end of the year. So if come come the end of the year, you may find that you're you're kinda instead of being in credit, you're probably gonna be in debit if you're not paying enough into it. Okay, but but they are allowed to change your direct debit without your approval. I know that, that's certainly happened to me just in this last week. So they, with the company that I'm with, they, they sent me an email saying, look, we're away to increase it to this. 
I suppose they're trying. They, their argument would be that they've given you notice to do it. And we're being responsible, email, yeah. Yeah, I think on that email I got, it did say, look, you can log into your account and amend it. But mm. I know it's it's not great, is it? If you're budgeting a certain amount and then all of a sudden they're saying, right, from next month you're going to go up. I mean, for me, it was about 200 quid, I think, the, the increase per month, which is a fair bit. I, I suppose that for me, it's like I can say, right, let's take te- steps to try and reduce my, my energy usage. So, I mean, that that's something I could certainly try to be more proactive with, but it must, I mean, before they're doing that, they, they'll know if, if that's stuff that they can do or no. But I know certainly with the company I'm with, I can log in and, and amend it back down again. Okay. My, my, my advice to you for uh, for taking steps to sort of reduce your electricity usage, Phil, is if you have a teenager in the house, remove them. Ah, definitely. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my first. Yeah, I know I've got two, so it's, I know the, the feeling yeah. with that. Two hundred pounds a month of that—that that is. You haven't just got an electric car or something, have you? We've got a hot tub, and I, like to oh, be honest, oh. it's never been on. I haven't had it on in the last couple of months. It, it's only been on a couple of times, but I, I reckon stuff like that. I mean, I've, I've got a reasonable sized house, four bedrooms that that I've got. It, it, I do think the insulation's great in my house. I think that's one of the things that that's probably not so good for for me, but. Jeepers, when I see how much it's gone up, it's just like, yikes, that's just crazy <laughs> figures. I mean, my mortgage payment is more, but by far the second biggest payment that I really? pay out. Wow. I, I pay more for that than I do for my car. It's just, it's not. Wow, that is a lot, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Okay, well, I would just say as well, before you get in touch with a, a question, you might want to take a look back at our back catalogue because we've covered a lot of topics now. We may have touched on what you're interested in or indeed covered it in somebody else's question in the past. I'm John Ellis. Thank you for joining us for episode 122 of the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson. If you feel you need a helping hand with anything we've been discussing or anything else of a monetary matter, find Phil for Finance. Search Phil Anderson Financial Services online or join the Facebook group for the show. Search Personal Finance Community. That's Personal Finance Community on Facebook. Phil's on Twitter and LinkedIn as well, or why not email Phil a question he can answer on a future show. His address is phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. That's phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. Send me a question and Phil could be answering it in an upcoming podcast, as I say. And please be assured, we won't use your real name if that's how you prefer it. Remember, if you found this useful, please rate and recommend us. Please follow us on Apple too or wherever you get your podcasts. And then you'll get us every week with the info you want when you need it. You'll get all the links you need on Phil's social media. Good luck with your money. Phil's doing his best to help make that cash go further. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. 